Do I need a microphone? No, you don't. Probably not, right? Assalamu alaikum, everybody. So we have a distinct pleasure tonight. We have a very honored guest, Lively. an old friend of mine, and I do mean old. It's old too. <laughs> <laughs> we have Sheikh Burhan al-Din Feely with us tonight. Sheikh Burhan al-Din Feely is a person who, with many, many faces. A Sheikh training from Al-Azhar, Albanian by nature, but escaped Yugoslavia by swimming across a lake <laughs> when the Yugoslavians were persecuting him, was in Italy for a while, and then came to the United States as a refugee. Once Albania became free of Yugoslavia, he goes back to Egypt, and through Egypt, he retrains the Albanians their religion. So he reteaches them Islam, runs a radio program, becomes the official religious ambassador of Albania to Muslim countries, and then time and time again he comes here. I met him during the Kosovo crisis, and he brought us the stories of Kosovo in this area. Um, and since then, I have known him as a friend, but he still makes fun of me as a sheikh. <laughs> but he comes here with uh, Mercy USA. Mercy USA is one of the oldest relief organizations in the country. And it is, I, to my knowledge, it is the only Muslim relief organization that qualifies for US aid funds. Exactly. I give you Sheikh Burhan. Thank you. Thank you, Razir. Well, it's nice to have such a good brother and good brothers. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa salatu wa salam wa Sayyidina Mursaleen Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Allah is thanking him I praise for making it possible this meeting of ours at this time between Maghrib and Asha in this masjid of yours may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you success to maintain this place and above all to make it vivacious with your presence and the presence of your children. This masjid reflects beautifully and clearly your concern about your deen, about yourselves, about the wellness of your iman and then this brings you together, working hand in hand for the sake of Allah. This is being at the service of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man Muslimin Those who don't care or are not concerned about the affairs of Muslims, maybe here or there, they are not of them. I have met you not just recently but long time ago like brother Zahir and others and I have seen that you are trying to do your best to implement the teaching of Allah in this place and wherever you are. The topic is being in the service of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says 
in many ayats, but I'm going to concentrate only in some of the ayats. Ya yuhadilina amanu intansurullahim surukum uyuthabbit aqdamakum. This is addressed to the believers. May Allah make us of those. Not simply Muslim. There is no ayah in the Quran that says, Ya ladina aslamu or ladina aslamu. But always we see, Ya ladina amanu or ladina amanu. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be not just a random Muslim, just accepting Islam which is good and we should die like that. But we ought to be or are urged to be mu'minun. Mu'minun means the people who embrace of course Islam and try to convey the message of Allah through actions and deeds. And the best example we got, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His family, then his companions, his sahaba, then a tabi'een, a tabi'een ila yawmiddin. So the ayah says, Ya yuhaladzina amanu in tansurullah. In tansurullah, it is short condition. If you help in Allah's cause, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you. Make you strong, resistant, and successful. So if we want to be successful, we have to base ourselves on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So our intimate, our belonging, is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to do all we can in order to fulfill the meaning of this ayah and many, many ayats. We have, by this token, we have to be of those that are always engaged in doing good things for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being always on call. Not whenever you call, but you should not wait to be asked or called to do something. We should do things naturally. That means that we need a starting with, of course, dhikrullah. We should always remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not whenever we are in need or in trouble, then you seek to find a sheikh or somebody to talk to or to be with. So dhikr of Allah should be always there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Remember me and I remember you. What a beautiful ayah this is. Well, Quru Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, remember me. No king, no emir, no president, no prince will ask you, say, hey, remember me, said, I will help you. No. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in a, such a beautiful nature of relation between al-khaliq wal-abd, the creator and the abd. al Quruni, this plural form, so every one of us, not just the Imam or the Sheikh or Hafiz, but everyone. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, Remember me and I will remember you. And give thanks to me. 
be appreciative, be thankful for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. So first is the re relation with this. Then a salat. When we perform salat, prayers genuinely, with khushu, with concentration, you will feel the beauty of it. You will feel the greatness of it. You will like to continue. But if we pray hap hap haphazardly, no concentration, I'm afraid that after Salat you may forget, we may forget even the ayats that were read by us. Why? Because no concentration. So Allah subhanahu wants us to be genuine in every deed, in every action. Then other ibadat. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Qul inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mati lillahi rabbil alameen. Qul, it's imperative verb. It's fal amr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ordering us. Imperative verb. Qul ya muslim ya muslima. That was addressed to Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then of course went on to the Sahaba, the way he taught them sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Qul, say, in the salati, my prayer, my supplication, my salat, my dua, my dhikr, my, my halaka, my encountering each other and remembering Allah. Wanusuk, it is a sacrifice. Any effort that we exert for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the meter of hasanat will always work. You know, when you take a your taxi, there is a meter there. If, if they don't cheat you. So then you will make sure that meter is working. So the meter of hasanat is always on. So any, even tonight coming here, fulfilling this duty, first of all, as the call of Allah to pray in the masjid. Because praying in the masjid, it's 27 times more rewards than praying at home or alone. Why? Because Islam is a social religion. It is not isolation from each other. By being together, we get to know each other more as brothers, the sisters between themselves, our kids. Some of them are playing there. They are too young to understand why you're here. But you have to bring them here so they get used to it, trained to it psychologically. And this will help them in future. This will re remain there. I remember years ago, I was taking classes at Wayne State University, Michigan, psychology, and there was an experiment to see how things, you know, I mean birds or the living thing work. They brought 15 eggs of a duck. And they hatched, of course, the duck hatched them. Same day, they brought incubator with the 15 eggs, but separately, in different rooms. So the duck naturally will, while hatching the eggs, will, you know, do wak wak thing. 
So the other room there was the incubator had the uh, different sound. One month, because it, it, for hatching, it needs one month. So after one month, the whole chick legs, whatever, came to, they mixed them all, 30 of them. Then they brought in the duck. So 15 duck legs that were hatched by the duck followed the sound of the duck. The other 15 followed the sound that they were hatched for a month. This is a bird. What about we as human beings? This is why bringing your kids here, try to train them. So they will, with time, they will get used to this sound. The sound of azan, the sound of Quran, the sound of halaqa, the sound of people. So this will always remain there. So, and nusuk, so kul in salati, wa nusuki, wa nusuki, any effort that you do. Brother Zahir that introduced me earlier, I'm not trying to compliment him. Rasul says, if anybody compliments you, try to throw dust on his face. Doesn't mean to blind the person, but means that don't do it, don't overdo it. But, so he has been so helpful. Every time I call him or he calls me, all this concern about different topics and things. So he is a person that, that I really learned from him because we learn from each other. You believe or not, an alim learns from you too. Not, I am not an alim, but I'm just saying the sheikh or the imam or whatever you call, we learn from each other. We share these things, different things. You may uh, be taught by the hafiz or by the imam religious affairs. But he may learn something from you that he himself is not that good in it. So we always share these things. This is why our relation is two-way street. So again, nusuk, it's every effort that you exert for the sake of goodness, to enhance life and to help people to do good things too. This is then mahiyai. Mahiyai is what? Mahiyai is that everything that my life be living should be at disposal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the service of Allah. My health, my sound mind, my knowledge, my what Allah has given me in terms of zakah, sadaqah, all of these elements should be shared and should be given. And also, we know that we live, we work, we toil, hoping that our deeds will lead us to Jannah. So also the Jannah, so so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us Jannah, the Jannah to fear those. And Rasul sallallahu wa sallam urged us when we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us, to give us the best things. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us when we ask, we ask for the best. But when we give, we should give the best. It's two-way street. Rabbana atina dunya hasana. Oh Allah, give us the, in this dunya the best. And also in akhirah, give us the best. I hear people saying that Allahumma atina, uh, Allahumma tkhulna fil jannat wa jannat al-firdaus. MashaAllah. Very good. Good wish. Good dua. Are we preparing ourselves to be residents of Jannah? Are we using the tools Allah has given us to toil, the cult, to cultivate our life so we will earn Jannah? Or we wish or we aim at entering Jannah? The Jannah, of course, is given to those who deserve the Jannah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those. Because every person, he or she tries her best, his best, to do whatever she or he can. As individuals, as a family. A brother of ours here, I, uh, he came here and I jokingly said to him, did you bring the homework? Meaning, that, you know, when I... We gave the khutbas here. I told him to do something for my brothers and sisters in Syria. Then he said, Subhanallah, I was home and I was talking to my wife and I said, remind me about the checkbook. So, see, the entire family became involved in this cause. This is the beauty of being in service of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's not individual cause. It is Individual and social. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be of those that are led to the right path. This is why Allah says, Ya ayyuhalilina amanu hal adullukum ala tijaratin tunjikum min azabin alim. Oh, you have reached the maqam of iman mu'minun. Look at the uslub, to the style of the Quran. Wallahi, brothers and sisters, especially those who speak Arabic, they have to be very careful what Allah has given them. I asked the Imam who led the, the prayers, the second khutbah, with a beautiful recitation. Of course, Arabic, uh, the pronunciation, maqamat, I asked him, are you healthy yet? He said, I'm working on it. So this is what we should be doing. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, when you read the Quran, even us that we don't speak Arabic, Alhamdulillah, I was able to learn it, and I'm still learning it and learning it, is the language of Jannah. The language of Jannah. It's so rich. It's so deep. It's so great. Even the Arabs who speak Arabic well, they cannot. It's like an ocean. No matter how deep you dive, there's always depth and depth and depth. But we that are ajam, non-Arabic speaking people, we try our best. And this is why we get two rewards. 
One reward is trying to read the Quran and the hardship we have reading the Quran. This Rasul said. So we do this. So the style of the Quran or the Urslub al-Quran in Arabic, it's so beautiful. Look into this or listen to this. Ya yuhaladina amanu amanuhu. The Ummah. The Ummah is what? Composed of what? Of all elements of humanity. Different races, different ethnic backgrounds, different languages, different colors. Look at us here. Handful of people from different soils of the earth. Ya yuhaladina amanu. Who amanu? The Ummah. The Ummah is what? From every corner of the world. There is no place on earth, there is no Muslim. Hawaii, Alaska. I remember 20 years ago, I went to, to Suriname and Guyana, Trinidad, in the jungles near Amazon. I found Muslims there. Wherever you go, you find them. Ya yuhedadina amanu, hal adullukum ala tijaratun tunjikum min bin alim. Or you have reached the level of Iman, the maqam of Iman. May Allah make us of those. Do you want me? Like, you know, when you go visit places, they will host you. They call guide, right? You're a tourist guide. So come here, go there, this is this, this is that. Try to show you the museum or whatever you go places. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is treating us with a, such a dignity and gentleness. Do you want me to show, to lead you to the best tijara, the best business, the best trade? Allah calls the relation between Allah and us business, tijara. That you work, you, t you take and give. You share that will save from, from the severe punishment. To believe in Allah, we all believe in Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah. But the Iman, of course, everything in life that we build something has to be solid because the earthquakes, because the wind. In order to have a solid edifice, you have to have an engineer who will show you how to do it, what kind of material you should use, what kind of steel or iron you will use, or cement, or what kind of wood you will use in order to make sure that the building will stand and face all these challenges. So a Muslim is spiritual edifice and physical one. How strong we be? If we want immunity, the wellness of our health also is the wellness of our Iman. Our Iman has to be nourished and cherished. What are the vitamins of this nourishment? Nourishing the Iman. Allah has given us all these vitamins from A to Z. Dhikr Allah, daim and all the times. 
in the car, at work, in the street. Wherever you are in the market, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be with him so he will be with you. Be always conscious of his presence. Never neglect this. Always be there. And Allah will be with us. Then, of course, the salat. Not only five times at the fard, but the sunnah. Some people, salat al-jumah, many masajids, you have a nice space here, but some masajids are full and are a little small. Then, as soon as the fard, salat al-jumah is finished, they all seek to leave. And subhan, they may, they may wait 10 minutes to go to the shelf, the shoes, to get the shoes, and they still stand there. Yahi, it's better than if you pray two rakats or four rakats. Take it easy. Take it. If you make a good coffee, Turkish coffee, you cannot just, yeah, you, you can bring water and coffee and do it. But if you're to have a grilled Turkish coffee, it is an art. Even Indian tea or Pakistani tea needs some kind of skill. To make soup needs kind of skill. What about salat? They just rush and go. Where are you going to go? Why do you stay for a few minutes? Let that salat of Juma, that contemplation, the amul, let them take the place and reach the heart. It is like eating while walking. That's not good for your health. Or drinking while running. That's not good for your health. So Allah has given us these vitamins. And the vitamin is what? To keep you immune, to keep you healthy, to keep you wealthy. A salat, a dhikr first of all, the Quran, a salat, a ta'amul contemplation. Ta'amul fi khalqillah, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This world of ours that we live, people have become so, so uh, strange in this world. Nobody looks at the nature of the sun. sun. They say, psychologically, it is important to witness the sunrise twice a year. Can you imagine this? It's important psychologically to witness the sunrise twice a year. As Muslims, we have to witness every day. If you pray Fajr, then wait and pray in you know, a Salat, wait till the, the uh, sunrise. Then pray Doha. So we can witness every day. If not every day, many days we can witness it. Why? It's healthy psychologically. This is what the scientists are saying. But our Islam said every day, not twice a day, a month or a year. Then zakah was sadaqah. When you give, I'm sure that you feel good. And I'm sure that you feel proud. And I'm sure that there's kind of dignity because you are the upper hand and you're giving this to the lower hand. So you're catching it. Ibn Taymiyyah, this relation between the people that love Allah and do things for the sake of Allah and are at disposal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, al-alim bin ulama al-Islam, the, the scholars of Islam or generally scholars have no nationality. They belong, you know, to the Ummah. But he may be from Egypt, 
or from Pakistan in India or from you know, Turkey or America, but they are product of Ummah. So he says, the relation between those who love each other for the sake of Allah resembled the yet the hand, yet hand and the eyes. When the hand is hurt, something happened, the eyes shed tears because of pain. And when the eyes shed tears, the hand will wipe them. This is the spirit of Ummah. When the people in Syria or Palestine or Yemen or Kashmir or Rohingya or China, they are far away in terms of distance. But wallahi, if we are with Allah, nothing is far. Everything is near. Everything is with us. But if the Iman is zaif, is weak, everything is far. The masjid seems far. Helping seems far away. Doing something is far away. But Islam wants us to be those that are. So Rasul he was the best example in every action. In giving the most generous of all. Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam cannot generous. All of them were generous. All messengers, all prophets were NBA were, were Rasul. They were generous people. Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam even surprised the Malaika who went there to give a glad news. And he thought that they were people, so they went and fetched or brought aged calf. The best thing. Sayyidina Muhammad was most generous at all. And he taught the Sahaba to be generous too. To be concerned. When any time that Rasulullah needed help, financial help, everybody shared in it. And competed with each other. And everybody was always keen of the affairs of Ummah. And the Emir, the leader, and all of the others. Once Sayyidina Umar Ibn Khattab, the second Amir al-Mu'mineen, he was, at night he went out to see the world, the, you know, how the Medina, those days, Medina that, you know, it was, was not the Medina we know now, but was the Medina of Ezbal Karama, of strength, of dignity. Inshallah will be always. So he walked around and went to outskirts of Medina, and somewhere there, in a small shack, he heard voices, men and women. And he said, who is there? So the man answered, said, I am with my wife. We are passerbyers. Abir al My wife is giving birth. The time has come. He didn't say anything. He did not see them. He left and went back where? He didn't go to the hospital or to clinic, or to a rich person, or to somebody that, to, uh, no. He went and got his wife and told her that we have a mission tonight. A Muslim has always to be ready to answer Allah's call. 
to be glad that the chance has come. Not to say, well, I see some people that they are, you know, when they are asked to give sadaqah, you don't give it to me. Do you give it to the board or the imam or hafiz? And Allah. Whatever your four word for yourselves, min khairin, which is good, you will fight with Allah. So Omar bin Khattab, Amir al-Mu'mineen, the leader of Ummah, he could, you know, call people to do this. He said, no, let's, he said to his wife, let's go and do this khair. So she got whatever they needed as a woman to help a woman that was, you know, delivering the you know, baby. And God, Omar bin Khattab lit the fire and got the water warm in order to help his wife. So after a while, of course, the husband was with him. He did not say that, Ana Amir al-Mu'mineen, I am Amir al-Mu'mineen. I have come to help you. See, you'll see that? How good I am to get your votes, you know, to, to, or to, to, you know. No, no. He need no votes. He cast the vote to Jannah. Every good deed we, we, we do, it's casting the vote to Jannah. We shouldn't fool ourselves. So he was doing that, preparing the war, helping them. Then the wife of Amir al-Mu'mineen came and said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, Abshir. Glad tithe was a new baby born. Alhamdulillah, Rabbina. When the man, the father, instead of being happy, he was shaking. He said that Amir al-Mu'mineen helping me and his wife. Look at this. A great man of that statue. Amir al-Mu'mineen. Helping someone, a, new, a passerby, not a friend that he knew. Because everybody we are, as Ummah, as Allah says, Indeed, this Ummah of yours is one Ummah. Worship me, devote yourselves to me. My dear brothers and sisters, these meetings should, be, should take place often. You are in need, we are in need, in desperate need of this. To have this community together. We need this environment. Our children need this environment. This is our school. This is our place where we learn, where we get to know each other. Don't leave the masjid yatim, orphan. The masjid is to serve us. And we are to serve the masjid. But Islam should not be confined only in the masjid. We should try to reflect Islam elsewhere by being always keen that we are here to work for Allah's cause. The dunya, it's heavy because it's made of dust. And the spirit that leads us to Jannah, it's light because it's made of light. So, but these together go hand in hand. So I kindly urge you to bring your children with you before it's too late. They need you. They are in desperate need of this company. But first of all, you need this company. You need this nourishment. You need these vitamins. And the children need this. So try to provide these things for them. Never, don't hesitate. I know you work hard. I know you, sometimes life is difficult. 
But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easy. As long as we work for Allah's cause, as Allah says, the ayah that I read earlier, in terms of Allah in surukum thabbit aqdamakum, if you help in Allah's cause, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you and make you strong, resistant, and fruitful. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless this gathering. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and our children, to make them the legacy of Islam in this world of ours. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be those that love the Quran, try to understand it, try to implement it. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who love Rasul sallallahu and try to remember a hadith and try to implement them. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are always together for the sake of Allah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are always working and seeking to work in order to get the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salam wa sayyidina mursaleen sayyidina muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Ameen, Ameen. I kindly thank you all my special brothers are here and all of you of course and for being kind and being so genuine to have me here and inshallah we see each other if not keep us in your du'as the du'a is very important don't neglect it you may think that it's not wallahi du'a does miracles so keep in mind make du'a for each other the Sahaba, they always, when they, you know, separated, went apart, they will ask each other to make dua. So for those who are already given, for the sake of our brothers and sisters in Syria, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them, increase their wealth. For those who want to give or didn't give yet, there's a box that brothers are here as always, at, you know, in service. So please do so. I have some pledge forms if anybody needs them. Though this night is beautiful night as always, you know, Juma, try to crown this night with something of sadaqah and zakah, and remember this is for us. Of course, I get, I, I'm pleased when I receive something from you, but ultimate goal is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, keep us in your du'as. And see inshallah ta'ala always doing better and better this place. I heard you got a school, start it, work on it, and make it, inshallah ta'ala, vivid, vivacious, so the children will have a place to learn and to study. Again, wa akhir da'wan, alhamdulillahi rabbil alim, wa salatu wa salam, sayyidina mursaleen, sayyidina muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa ala alihi wa sallam, ajma'een, ameen, ameen.